Put it in there. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. You're here. We're here. Everybody is here. You're making it more difficult. All right. Yeah, we're here. We're here there. and you're there. All right, let's turn to Galatians chapter 5, please. No, wait. First John chapter 3, sorry. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4. We're going to... I've got two teachings here, and they may merge into one... We'll just see how long it goes. But this first one is, we're going to talk about when you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And we're going to go through the Scriptures so that we have a clear understanding of what this means. So, 1 John... Chapter 3 and verse 4 says, Everyone practicing sin also practices lawlessness. And sin is the breaking of the Torah. So, the first foundation uh, definition of sin is when we willingly defy, rebel, go against, um, speak against, or we think, or we teach that you no longer have to obey the Torah. Now, you don't need to obey the Torah for salvation, but when you receive and you're born again, we know that his love is placed within our hearts because when we were first all born from above, the very first thing we all experienced is we had a love for the Creator, a love for His Word, and a love for each other that we normally didn't have previous to our born-again experience. And so sin is breaking that law or going against it and if as ministers if we teach that it's okay to disobey the torah disobey the feasts say they were nailed to the tree say that they've been done away with or whatever justification we may use we are breaking yah's laws and commandments we are practicing sin we are lawless and according to matthew 7 i think it's 23 24 it says that yeshua said that he will say to those that said we did miracles in your name we healed in your name cast out demons in your name and he said i never knew you depart from me you lawless ones. So we don't want to be lawless. We don't want to hear at the end of days, Yahshua saying to us, depart from us because we lived a lifestyle of sin and 
a lifestyle of sin is where sin has control over your life. Now, I don't know everybody's testimony, but I know my testimony. Sin dominated my life. When I thought of doing drugs, I did drugs. When I thought of mm -hmm. sexual sin, I did sexual sin. When I thought of stealing, I stole. When I thought of whatever it was, it dominated me and I just yielded to it. <clears throat> In the same way, when we are led by Yah's Spirit, and we're going to find out that that means when we're led by Yah's Spirit, that means we are obedient to His laws and commandments or to His Torah. When we are not led by Yah's Spirit, we are then given over to the lusts of the flesh. We are giving over to sin to have dominion over us, which will lead us against Yah's laws and commandments. And when we do all this, we are not in right standing with Yahweh. So, Let's now go to Galatians 5. So sin is breaking of Yah's laws and commandments. And we're going to see in the scriptures that when you are under grace, and these are all terms and scriptures that we'll remember, scriptures that say we're, under, we're not under the law but under grace, when you are under grace, that means Yah has transformed your heart from wanting to sin, mm -hmm. from willing to break Yah's laws and commandments, to obeying law, Yahweh's laws and commandments. And when you, you are obeying Yah's laws and commandments, and your heart has been transformed to obey Yah's laws and commandments, you are, you are no longer disobedient to the law. Alright, in Galatians 5, verse 18, it says, But if you are led by the Spirit, or you could say, But if you are led by Yahweh's laws and commandments, you are not under the penalty of breaking the Torah. See, it's not about you, don't, you no longer need to or should obey the Torah, but it's about Messiah, Galatians 3.13, says that Messiah became a curse and so that that curse would be broken. I just spaced out what that actual quote is, but Galatians 3.13. Mm -hmm. It says, That he redeemed us from the curse of the Torah, having become a curse for us, for it has been written, Cursed is everyone having been hung on a tree. So he said that he's redeemed us from the curse of the Torah. That does not mean that you should not or cannot obey the Torah, His laws and commandments, His instructions. Mm -hmm. 
It just means that the curse that came upon us, he took upon himself so that those powers over our life would be broken, so then we could receive his grace, his blessing to obey his laws and commandments, which are not grievous. All right, Galatians 5.18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the penalty of the Torah. And now it says, now the works of the flesh are clearly revealed, which are adultery, impurity, uncleanness, lustfulness. Now, as we go through this, think about this. The things that we're going to read that are the works of the flesh, are they things that break Yah's laws and commandments? Or are they, thing, are they things that obey Yah's laws and commandments? So, for example, does adultery cause you to break the Torah or cause you to obey the Torah? Break. Does um, impurity, uncleanness, lustfulness, does that empower you to break Yah's Torah or to keep it? Well, it, it's obvious. Envies, murders, drunkenness, reveling, which is uncontrolled anger, and things like these. Okay, so anything like this is a work of the flesh which is connected to disobeying Yah's laws and commandments, and when you break Yah's laws and commandments, you are then under the penalty of the, of the law. And basically when it says you are not under the law but under grace, what it's really saying is you are no longer under the penalty of the, of the law because... Yahweh has changed your heart to go from willingly breaking the law to willingly desiring to keep his commandments. Okay, then it says, uh, and things like this, of which I tell you beforehand, as I, as I also said before, so obviously... He is saying this before. Now remember when we taught on many of the books in the New Testament that he is talking to people that have just come out of paganism. People that have just come out of living a lifestyle where they worshipped many other gods and part of that paganism was free sex, drunkenness, um, in our day, it would be getting stoned, using drugs just for whatever, sleeping with whatever and whomever. It was free sex, free whatever. And he had to teach them that this is not the lifestyle that is consistent with being in Torah, with being in um, the way. With, with being in Messiah Yeshua. 
He had to separate so they would understand it that you're either in Messiah or you're not. You're either obedient to what he says or you're not. You're either part of the family of Yahweh or you're of the world. Okay, there's no, there's no mixed worship here. There's no being one foot in sin and one foot, you know, in serving Yah. People that do that, eventually, they all, they all, every one of them walks away. They don't come further in. They, everyone that I've known has walked away. Some forever, and some have returned, but after they went through much, much, much suffering. All right, then he says, as I've told you beforehand, the ones practicing such things will not inherit the kingdom of Elohim. So we see right here that when you are living a lifestyle of serving your flesh, of serving whatever you could just, serving sin, you will have no inheritance in the kingdom. Even if you're a believer and you continually yield to some area of sin that is getting a further, further hold on you, for some it could be drunkenness, going to the bars, some could be smoking weed, some could be sexual relationships, outside of marriage, whatever it is, you yield to it, and the darker you will feel, the darker you will become, the more oppressed you'll become, the joylessness you'll become, and there will be a short season where Yah will be dealing with you by His Spirit in this, but eventually you will come under that dominion and you will start serving whatever that sin is uncontrollable. Just, I mean, that's where you get your drug addicts, your alcoholics, your rapists, your murderers. It's all started somewhere and it all is sin is a transgression of the law. But then it says, but the fruit of the Spirit, now think of these things that we're about to read that are the fruit of obeying Yah's Torah. So just as disobeying um, Yah's Torah is the works of the flesh and is sin, obedience to Yah's Torah is the same thing as the fruit of the Spirit. So where we read in verse 18, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the penalty of the Torah, of breaking the Torah. It is the same thing you could say, but the fruit of the Spirit is this, this, and this. If you live your lifestyle according to obeying Yahweh's Torah, you will be led by His Spirit because you'll be led by His Torah. Being led by His Spirit doesn't mean you're, you're looking for some spiritual being in the atmosphere to tell you what to do. Being led by His Spirit is simply following Yah's laws and commandments. 
when I saw this, this was just revelation to me. So now let's ask ourselves these, these things I'm about to read. Are they things that would line up with keeping the Torah? Or are they things that would line up with breaking the Torah? Okay, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, harassing yeni, patience, love, kindness, goodness, faith. No, you didn't read that in there where it says harassing? No, no okay. that one was up here in the bed, sir. Uh, okay. But we can see that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, those are all things that are connected to obeying the Torah. Mm -hmm. Following Yahweh's instructions. Following Yahweh's laws and commandments. Meekness, self-control. Again, this all lines up with obeying the Torah. And then again, it says, against such things there is no instruction. But the ones belonging to Messiah crucified the flesh or crucified when adultery thoughts and temptation, impurity thoughts and temptation, uh, uncleanness, lustfulness, witchcraft, idolatry, rivalries, anger, stubbornness, divisions, heresies, envies, murder, drunkenness. When all those thoughts and temptations may arise within you, because your heart is to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, which is his following his spirit, it says, then you will crucify these things, murders, envies, drunkenness, so on and so forth, with its passions and lusts. It's not saying that these things are powerless because there is a power. Whether, you know, if you're a female, you see a good-looking guy, muscles bulging out, kind of like me, you know what I mean? You know, it might be tempting. <laughs> Oh, Yenny's clubbing her eyes and laughing. And then, or if you're a guy and you see some girl out there half naked, there's a power behind it to look at them. That's why they're doing it. The enemy's doing it to them. And then verse 25 says, Let us therefore live by the Spirit. Or you could say it this way. Let us therefore live by obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. And then it says, and surrender to the Spirit. And again, he's not talking about a third person in the Trinity, because there is none. But he's talking about Yah's Torah. We need to live by Yah's Torah. And we need to surrender to Yah's Torah. Now, I wrote this down. The works of the flesh are disobedience to Yahweh's law. The fruit of the Spirit is obedience to His law. How clear is that? To say we are not under the law cannot possibly mean we are free to break Yah's laws and commandments. And we're going to see that in other verses. In Paul's day... He was addressing, like I said, many pagans 
that were coming into fellowship, but he was also addressing many Jews who were trusting in their own righteousness for salvation rather than accepting Yahshua the Messiah and letting Yah be their righteousness. Now, in today's world, it is those that do not have Yahshua or those, meaning they have not yet received him, or those who have chosen to purposely go against or reject or disobey Yah's laws and commandments after accepting the Messiah. How many people we have known, they've accepted the Messiah. You can see a, a change in their life. But over a period of time, because they did not obey certain biblical commandments, they began to then slowly go backwards. They, they, be, they began to hang around unequally yoked people, and that's, that's the major one. Or They began to compromise here, there, little here and there. So they reject his laws and commandments once they've come to Messiah after a period of time. They, they think, you know, hey, I'm losing out on this, I'm losing out on this. You know, when I was 27 and got born again, I lost out on hugging the toilet, meaning throwing up from drinking too much. I lost having diarrhea. I lost spending my whole paycheck in one night and wake up the next day thinking, how am I going to pay rent? I have no money to eat, to put gas in the vehicle or whatever. And then what I had to do was I had to steal because that was the only way I knew how to get it. So I did things that were not right. And so, all these things reveal to us what it means to be led by the Spirit, and you'll not be under the law. Now let's go to Romans chapter 6. The book of Romans, chapter 6, so when you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law does not mean we are free to break Yah's law without consequences. Now, yes, you have the freedom to obey or disobey, but you are not free um, to do things without consequences. I don't know if this is on. I don't know even how to do that. Um, so in Galatians 3, 
who's the nerd that put that in there? Okay, so. All right, in Galatians, uh, Galatians, Romans 6, let's begin in verse 13. It says, Neither present your members as instruments of unrighteousness. Neither present your members, meaning your body, your life. Well, verse 12 says, Then do not let sin reign in your mortal body to obey it in its lusts. Verse 13, Neither present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to Elohim, as one living from the dead and your members instruments of righteousness to Elohim. So we read that sin is the breaking of Yah's law. And in other versions it says basically that when you yield yourselves to sin, that sin shall have dominion over you. Look in verse 14. For sin shall not master it over you. When does sin or the breaking of the law not have dominion over you? when you obey His laws and commandments. So, when you obey His laws and commandments, then sin, whatever that sin may be, will not be able to have dominion over you. Because then it says, for you are not under the penalty of law-breaking, but under grace. When you are under grace, your heart has been changed. Your heart is changed to obey the commandments. And when you're living a lifestyle like that, sin cannot have dominion over you. Verse 15, then it says, What then shall we sin because we are not under the penalty of the Torah but under grace? And the answer is no. And then it says, but thanks be to Elohim that you were, past tense, slaves to sin. And this is where we get the definitions that we're looking at. But you obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine to which you have been delivered. And having been set free from sin... You were enslaved to righteousness. And righteousness is not breaking Yah's laws and commandments. Okay, now turn to chapter 8. And all this is leading up to this point. Okay, have you ever felt guilty 
or condemned because you either are not doing something you know you, you should be doing. If that's the case, then you're letting sin have dominion over you, whatever the case may be. Maybe you know that you should be keeping the Sabbath, but a boyfriend, a husband, a wife, a child puts pressure on you to break the Sabbath. Okay? You know that's wrong, so after a time or two, you just lay the law down, so to speak, and say, this ain't happening. But you still feel guilty. But the good news is, you put a stop to it. But now something that you should be doing, that you are not doing, no matter the justification, when you are doing it, we're going to see here that you are condemned. You will be condemned because the wages of breaking Yah's law is death. You will experience the consequences of not doing something that biblically he commanded you to do. Now, like this past holidays, feasts, I wasn't able to take all the high Sabbath days off from work because I didn't think about it all year and didn't plan on it. Don't ask me why I didn't think about it. Don't ask me why I didn't plan on it because I believe in planning and preparing. And so I felt guilty. I felt condemned. My joy wasn't the way it was. And that's when Yahweh revealed this truth to me. And it says in Romans 8, verse 1, There is now therefore no condemnation <clears throat> to those in Yahshua Messiah who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Or in other words, there is no condemnation to those in Messiah who do not willingly yield to disobeying Yah's laws and commandments. There's no condemnation to those who do not willingly yield to breaking Yah's Torah. But according to keeping Yah's Torah. You live and it's in your heart to keep Yah's Torah. He said, there is now no condemnation to those who do not live to break Yah's law, but lives to keep Yah's law. So if you're struggling or if you go through something, where you break Yah's law and you've turned away from it. You made a decision and you made plans not to fall into this, whatever. Then you are living according to obedience to Yah's laws and commandments. And there is no condemnation. But if you 
But now here's the opposite side of the coin. If you reject some aspect of his Torah, you justify it however you justify it, you are condemned. And there's nothing you can do about it except you're either going to live under the, the curse of the law then until you come to, the, to a place of repentance. And then it says in verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life, which is in Messiah Yeshua, has set me free from the law of sin and death. Now that doesn't mean, and this is where Christianity thinks it means, that the penalty of the law and the penalty of death, because you've accepted the Messiah, will have no effect over you. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about obeying Yah's law versus disobeying Yah's law. And when you obey Yah's law, you are set free from the law of sin and death. It will have no effect over you. Now, if you break Yah's law, you need to go to your advocate, Yahshua HaMashiach, and ask Him to forgive you. And ask Him to give you the empowerment, which is part of what grace means, to obey Yah's laws and commandments. And be specific in whatever you are maybe yielding to, whether it's anger, whether it's witchcraft, whether it's gossip, whether it's whatever. So, it means if you are led by the Spirit, or if you are led by obeying Yah's laws, you are then not under the effects or the curse of the law. But if you are not obeying Yah's laws and commandments, you can pray all you want, fast all you want, confess all you want, do spiritual warfare. Uh, you can do um, pray prayer points from the greatest deliverance ministries the earth knows. But it won't do any good because you will still be under the curse until you get back to the place of obeying Yah's law. And that is the one thing I see missing in so many of these Christian deliverance ministries, they do not emphasize the necessity to follow Torah to obey Yah's laws and commandments. And these people are still struggling with the same um, curses and dominions that Satan has held them over for a number of years, they're still struggling with it. And you will never get set free until you start obeying Yah's laws and commandments. That's the answer. So living or following after Yah's spirit is to live by and follow Yah's laws. In Galatians 5.21 it reveals those who live in the flesh or break or reject or go against Yah's laws 
shall not inherit Yah's kingdom. Any thoughts? Any questions on that part? All right, we'll go to teaching number two. You should probably do I'll just keep them all. In the same one. Because right. I don't know how to do it. To stop it, it'll take minutes. Okay. Let's turn to Romans. Well, a lot of this, the scriptures we've already... We already covered, but let's go to Romans 3. And this just goes hand in hand together. When we have... When we have read scriptures that talks about... We are no longer under the law, but under grace. And that's kind of what we've been talking about. And what it really means is, when you're under the law, and maybe this part I should have ministered first, who knows. But when you are under the law, and those that are under the law, we're going to see scripturally, are those that are disobeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. So when Paul refers to those people that are, you're not under the law, under, the gra under grace, or you are under the law and not under grace, he is referring to a certain people. Okay, first thing, according to the scriptures we're going to go over, if you are under the law, number one, the law was written just for you, to reveal to you where we miss it. Number two, it also is going to reveal that sin has dominion over you, which we talked about mm -hmm. a few minutes ago. And that you, three, you are without faith, and four, you are in need of redemption. Now, when we read this, you're going to see they couldn't be speaking of someone who is walking in obedience to the Bible or to the Torah. When Paul says this, he is not talking to someone that's obeying the Torah. He's talking to someone that's disobeying the Torah. Instead, they indicate that those under the law are faithless, unsaved, unrepentant, and have sin reigning over them. All right. Romans 3, verse 19 says, We know that whatever the Torah says, it speaks to those within the Torah, so that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world be under judgment to Elohim. Now, does this verse look like it's talking to a believer 
to someone that's Torah observant or to someone that is not a believer, not in Messiah, not obeying Yah's laws and commandments. Look at where it says, it says, so that every mouth may be stopped. Why would Yahweh, through the Apostle Paul, say that a believer's mouth should be stopped? He wouldn't, would he? Mm -hmm. But now someone that's living according to their flesh, mm -hmm. that are living according to breaking sin, or living in sin by breaking Torah as a way of life, that would make sense, right? And then it says, and all the world be under judgment to Elohim. Well, that all the world doesn't reference Torah believers, doesn't reference those in Messiah, doesn't reference um, those that are following Yahshua, but it does reference those that are rebelling against Messiah those that are rebelling against the Torah, those that are living their life to serve themselves and to please their flesh, which is the lust of the world, the pride of life, so on and so forth. Correct? Mm -hmm. All right. So we see that this could not be speaking of those that are obeying Torah. But it's, just, it's the opposite. And all the world basically references people that are involved in paganism, people that are involved in serving self as a way of life, or those who have rejected Yah's laws and commandments. Now we read a few minutes ago Romans chapter 6, where it talks about whatever you yield yourself to. Mm -hmm. We did read that, right? Or did I do it? Well, let's just read it. Um, verse 16. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are slaves to whom you obey, whether of sin to death or, or obedience to righteousness? So sin, breaking Yah's laws and commandments, shall not have control or dominion over you because you are no longer under the law, because you have been born from above and you do not yield yourselves to disobedience to Yah's laws and commandments. When you are not when you are not living a life of disobedience to Yah's laws and commandments you will not be under the curse correct mm -hmm. so we need to understand what it means in all this other all my other notes basically I just is a repeat of what I said in the earlier teachings 
so we shall not go over them. But the bottom line is what it means to be under grace where you, you do not have to obey the law or doesn't... Oh, let me go back. So what it means, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law, means you are led by obeying Yah's laws and commandments. You will then not be under the effects, the negative effects of the law. Now think of Deuteronomy 28. If you listen to Yah's voice and obey, diligently, he said, blessed you'll be in the city, blessed you'll be in the field, blessed will be the fruit of your body, the work of your hands, so on and so forth. But then it says in verse 15, but if you disobey Yah's Torah, then you'll be cursed. And that has not changed throughout biblical history. Right. When you obey Yah's laws and commandments, you are obeying the Spirit. When you disobey, you are then under the curse. So when it says we are no longer under the law, but under grace, what that means is we are no longer under, it's, it's a twofold, we are no, long, no longer under looking to the law to save us because we know that nothing we can do can earn our salvation. But we are empowered by His unmerited favor, because He has changed our heart, and our heart is willing to obey His laws and commandments. And Paul said so many times that we should continue keeping Yah's laws. So it doesn't mean that you and I should not continue to live our life based upon what Yah's laws and commandments suggest to us. In 1 John 3, 4, it says, Whoever commits sin transgresses the law. We read this earlier. For sin is the disobedience of the law. So when you are obeying the law, you are following the Spirit. When you are disobeying, disobeying Yahweh's law, you are disobeying the Spirit. And when it says we are no longer under, under the law, we are... We are no longer under the disobedience to the law. But we are under grace. We have received the empowerment to obey the law. 
Um, here, turn to First John chapter five again. I didn't. I said again, but we never turned there. So. Thank you. Oh yeah, she helps you out, but. She didn't send it out. No, but she pointed to you. She pointed to you. Ah, yeah, playing favorites. I know how it is. All right. First John chapter five. Verse 19, it says, For we know that we are of Elohim, and the whole world lies in wickedness. Other versions say the whole world lies under the control of the evil one. So there is a separation. There are those that are of Yahweh, and then there's the world that lies or is under the control, the dominion of the evil one. And the dominion of the evil one will want you to continue disobeying Yah's laws and commandments. Think about this. Would Satan, Hasatan, Try to get you to obey the Bible, obey the Scripture, obey the Messiah, or disobey. disobey it would be to disobey. So when, and if someone tells you that you should not or you do not need to obey the Bible, who's speaking? The enemy. It don't matter who's up there and who is the puppet. When anyone teaches that it is not necessary for us to obey scriptures. Now they're not going to say it that blatantly. But that's what they're saying. That it's not necessary for you to obey scriptures. The Messiah did it all for you. So... You have no responsibility. You can just do whatever you want to do. That's just wacky tobacco. You've been smoking a little of that reefer a little too long. Your brain cells are fried. But it says, you know, the whole world is under the influence of the evil one. The enemy is going to try to influence us to disobey Yah's laws and commandments. And to be obedient to Him. And to follow His pattern, His line, His ways of thinking. And Yahweh is going to try to influence you and I to follow Torah, to follow His laws and commandments. So, Whenever anybody teaches or encourages you or tells you you need to obey the commandments, you need to follow righteousness, sin is the breaking of the Torah, sin is lawlessness, that person is being 
influenced by Yahweh to speak to you. In the same way when they tell you not to obey it, that person is being influenced and used of the enemy to get you to go against Yah's laws and commandments. Why? Because then the, the enemy can keep you cursed. When you are willingly and it's in your heart to love Yahweh and to obey His commandments, the enemy's legal right to your life, to your family, has just been severed. Hallelujah. Has just been cut. It's not about you keeping it in perfection because Yahshua did that. Mm -hmm. But it's about you willingly and the heart has been changed by Yahweh Himself and through Yahshua, they have changed your heart to love Him and follow His ways regardless if it goes against the majority on the earth. And think about this. Now we all know this. This is a no-brainer, but nonetheless, the majority laughed at Noah when he built an ark. Mm -hmm. And in the end, they suffered. So the majority, you being in the majority, that's not a good thing. That's a negative thing. Mm -hmm. You going against the tide, you going against the stream, you going against the ways of the world, that's the way Messiah was. The people of his day all went one way and he came and said, well, some of that's good, but some of it isn't good and you need to turn and go this way. And that's what we need to be. So Father, we just thank you for this truth of what it means to be under the law and under grace. Hallelujah. What it means to be led by Yah's Spirit. Mm -hmm. And Father, we just worship You for the power Hallelujah. of Your Torah. And Father, any way that we've been failing to keep Your commandments, we ask for Your grace, for Your empowerment, to change our thinking, to change our lifestyle, to change our circumstances, and we ask for your mercy and the blood of the Passover lamb to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And Father, we worship you, we praise you, we cover each other with the blood, we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and anything that is not of you that has been having dominion over our life, over our families. We break its power now in the authority of Your name. And we command it, leave our families, leave our premises, leave our house, leave our bodies, leave our finances, leave our relationships, leave, leave, leave in Yeshua's name. And Father, we just thank You for your restoration, your healing, and your deliverance. And Yahweh, we bless you, we honor you, and we worship you Hallelujah. in the power 
of Yah's name.